WNIJ Studios on the campus of Northern Illinois University. This is Sessions from Studio A. I'm Spencer Tritt, and our guest this hour is indie Americana band The Midnight Purchase from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. The group also draws influences from country music and the blues, and this hour we'll hear a live set from them recorded right here in WNIJ's Studio A. Also join us for a talk with members of the Midnight Purchase, where we'll hear about some upcoming plans for the band and about the meaning behind some of their songs. That's all coming up this hour right after the news on this brand new Sessions from Studio A. Welcome to Sessions from Studio A. I'm your host, Spencer Tritt. Thanks for joining me. We are welcoming the Midnight Purchase to Studio A this week. Lead singer Orlando Pena was featured on our show back in 2019, and he returns this hour with a new lineup and a new name, the Midnight Purchase. We'll find out what that name means in just a little bit, but first, let's get right into their live set. Recorded here in WNIJ's Studio A, this is The Midnight Purchase. song to the moon. It's called Waxing. One, two, 
get down often We're trying to deal with all of my shit But I know you straight You reassure me every day And you believe in all of my dreams Saying you
Orlando Pena, thanks so much for coming back to Studio A. And we have a few new faces in the room, too. So why don't we go down the line and everyone introduce yourself and tell us what you play in the band. Uh, I'm Jake. I play guitar. Uh, my name's Orlando. I'm a songwriter. I'm Cody. I play the drums. And I'm uh, Derek, and I play the bass. If I could interject for a second. We're yeah. actually uh, playing under a name called The Midnight Purchase now. That's the name we've been playing under uh, in Milwaukee since pretty much the last time we were here. Where does that come from? Uh, we were looking for a band name. We were, so we were playing under my name when I first moved to Milwaukee, at, like pretty much right after last time I was here. And um, we were in need of a band name because we had a bunch of gigs coming up, and and uh, we were all throwing stuff out there. But I uh, I have this problem where like I don't sleep, so I like I, I like wake up in the middle of the night like three four a.m. and I just like to not get out of bed and like not get out of like full sleep mode. Mm-hmm. I would just like start scrolling my phone and I would start buying stuff that I don't need. <laughs> <laughs> and so like I would I, I woke up one morning and I had an email notification of like something shipped. Yeah, I was like oh man, another midnight purchase. Like <laughs> you know, and then I was like, well, that's actually kind of cool, and gave it to the guys, and they were all right with it. <laughs> All right. So, kind of, how did uh, this new lineup come together for the midnight purchase? Then, yeah. So, so last time uh, it was like six or seven of us, and I mean, it was really new. Last time we were here, it, we were I think like two, three weeks in, and um, yeah, we played a bunch in Milwaukee. I think it's like a six piece is what we actually ended up with, mm-hmm. and um, did a bunch of gigging up there and like got this nomination for like new artists of the year and stuff in Milwaukee and oh cool for 20 yeah in 2020 2020 was going to kind of be the year that made us it seemed like for a while there in February and then March came and just shut everything down and and uh I guess when I first moved back there like I I was I had shows going already so I just found friends around Mm -hmm. me to play with me um, but they didn't necessarily like have the same wants and desires from it. Mm-hmm. They were just kind of there out of necessity and I knew them. And, and, uh, I guess this iteration of it is, is now being in Milwaukee after like a year and a half and meeting other musicians and people that want the same things. And, and so we're just kind of coming back a lot more focused and, and sounding better than ever, in my opinion. So let's talk about this past year then, because you said you kind of, at the start of 2020, you had things booked, things were looking up. Then obviously the world totally shifted. So how did you kind of adapt and and spend the past year? For me, it was like it was kind of it was kind of like February or beginning of March when the band kind of fizzled out. We just had one really bad practice where kind of everybody aired everything out, and it was like, well, this isn't fun anymore, guys. So I kind of just like backed out. Mm-hmm. You know, it should be fun first. So I just kind of backed out of it, and I was like, you guys do whatever you want. Take the name, do whatever. Like I don't care. And uh, I actually didn't play guitar for a couple months through through a quarantine like those first couple months March and April I was actually really bummed out like we had a lot of momentum and I was just super bummed out the way it ended and we couldn't see each other and actually like air it out in person so it was just you're kind of just sitting there festering with like all these like negative right some tension yeah and and so I didn't play I didn't want to play I was like I don't care man like this I guess came at the right time and um, I don't know I started going to a bunch of like those like BLM movements and marches and mm-hmm. stuff like that and like got involved with that and I think it was like May or June when I was going on those marches like started seeing people again I guess and like just seeing like a positive thing in life yeah and it was, I just picked up the guitar uh, the first thing I wrote was like actually a BLM song that we actually haven't played yet but I'm excited to show you guys um, cool and, that's exciting and, yeah just got back into the music and and. Ended up reaching out to Derek was always Derek was in the first band and and Derek's always been rock steady so we started talking we were sharing songs I think for a little bit I was sending recordings for a second over quarantine and we were recording kind of from home okay yeah and uh, these guys Cody and I had talked for a little while about jamming together at some point and he I saw w- you at Red White and Blues and I got kicked out but. Yeah. <laughs> well, so so Jake, tell, so, tell us that story. So Jake, that's not that good of a story. But uh, tell them about your band and how we met. Like, oh yeah, um, so I was in this band, uh, Jr. and the Strangers, and like we would always play together, play shows together, and uh, those guys kind of moved away, and uh, so we're not a band anymore. So I'm trying to fill that. Uh, he just ripped all so. the time. Kind of always in the back of my head, I was like, dude, like he'd be a fun guy in the band, and I posted something on Facebook a couple months ago looking for a guitar player, and he messaged me, and I was like. There we go. That's it. <laughs> like, Perfect. That's the one. Like, yeah. No tryout necessary. I was like, he writes great songs. I'm, I'm in. So. Awesome. Because, yeah, we had been kind of working. Uh, well, Orlando and I, we still kept talking throughout all of quarantine. And then um, 
kind of jam with some different people for a while. There's a few under, people, yeah, coming, yeah, trying to find like the right fit yeah, of what it could be now. Everything just kind of came together, um, you know, like first like when Cody was there, and then obviously when Jay came by, and then uh, we do have another member as well who unfortunately couldn't be here today. Who's on keyboards? He's also named Jake, which uh, makes things yeah. a little bit confusing. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> shout yeah, out to other Jake. For yeah, sure. he's actually probably the most successful musician out of all of us. Oh, yeah. Sure. He's in a car. He's in like one of Milwaukee's like biggest cover bands. Uh, they're oh, called cool. the Toys. So they're just used to playing to like thousands of people all the time. It's it's weird that he wanted oh, wow. to work with us, but he wanted to do something original he's and killer man. Yeah. yeah, he's our boy. He just couldn't be here today. But and then so Derek, you actually switched from keyboards in the last band to now you're playing bass in this performance. What was what was that switch like for you? Uh, it was a little bit um, nerve wracking originally, just because um, I was playing keys, and then obviously the opportunity to have uh, Jay come in on keys, uh, just with his experience, and he's also a very good um, harmony center. So it made a lot of sense to bring him in, and we couldn't really ever find a bass player that would really stick around. So uh, it just kind of ended up uh, being something that I tried out. But um, yeah, after no. He's you been a natural, literally the best bass player we've had like, <laughs> since. But uh, yeah, it was uh, yeah definitely a big change, but uh, it's been kind of a positive one because I think as a musician, um, you can get kind of stuck in a rut after a while. Right. Um, and I kind of felt that way. I played keys and guitar for many years, and you know it's kind of hard to get to a certain point. And it's like, how do I get any farther? Mm. Kind of taking on bass now has been a, a lot. It's gotten me back into playing, I think, music more uh, because before, you know, you'd sit down, you just play the same things all over again. This kind of forced me into learning something new and doing something different. You're listening to Sessions from Studio A, where we're talking with members of the Midnight Purchase. Stay tuned. After the break, we'll hear more from their live set recorded here in Studio A. If you want to find more from The Midnight Purchase, follow them on Facebook and Instagram at The Midnight Purchase, and you can find some more music from them available on Bandcamp. Stay tuned, we'll be right back with more music from The Midnight Purchase. This is Sessions from Studio A. Welcome back to Sessions from Studio A. We're joined by the Midnight Purchase this hour. They're an indie Americana band out of Milwaukee, and we've got lots of great music from their live set recorded here in Studio A. This next song is a new one from the band. This is called The Hard Way. It's the Midnight Purchase, performing live on Sessions from Studio A. for happiness cause they don't understand me and how long this life can be and I guess it's true oh what they say I swing, who there with time, oh, you will see. 
better man lies in me shipwreck it's uh called here at sea
listening to sessions from Studio A. That was the Midnight Purchase performing here at sea. Let's hear more from my talk with the band and learn a little bit more about that song, Here at Sea. So that's actually a really, really old song of mine. I was like, uh, well, and still kind of am like obsessed with uh, just like old maritime like folklore. Okay, you know, yeah. Just like just being on the ocean, like the old pirates and stuff like that. Like they're all so superstitious. Like it's fascinating. Right. All these like, yeah. So I actually wrote that song when I was here and it was a song that I always really loved but never made it to a band and it, it's it's all made up. It's just it's just pretty much essentially about being shipwrecked yeah. and like wanting to get back home. I just always thought that song was really nice, and I tried to bring it to the first iteration of the band, like that main guitar line that Jake plays, like the banana na 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 na. Like I wanted that on fiddle, and I was like, man, we can make this really folky, like yeah. actually really cool. Yeah. And they just no one wanted it, so I was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> and so I brought it to these guys like a week or two ago, <laughs> actually, and and everybody was like, yeah, <laughs> like this is heavy, actually, and. So it's it's a, a lot of different nice. sound for us, but yeah, my uh, backup plan going out of high school was actually I'm like, hey, if everything goes to uh, crap, then I'm gonna build a raft and just like sail, like a, a raft <laughs> or boat, <laughs> like a boat. Why not just build a boat? Like, just if do you're it, gonna spend you know, the time. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so like, I'm always into that. Like, we used to have like Edmund Fitzgerald parties like in college. Um, so yeah, oh, I like awesome. the maritime thing too. Maybe. That's oh man. But. <laughs> It's weird that, like, awesome. sea shanties were popular there for, like, a few months this past year. It's, uh, it's not weird. <laughs> One month in, and I'm still pissed. Where I sit, you burnt every bridge with the things you say. One moment, they say, think on it. Well, I did, and now I'm looking ahead.
your house and I'm holding your kid thinking of all you did trying to love you still after you've raised everything that I built You're listening to Sessions from Studio A with The Midnight Purchase. After the break, we'll hear more from their live set recorded here in Studio A. Once again, you can find more from the band by following them on social media at The Midnight Purchase, and you can find some more music from them available on Bandcamp. We'll be right back with more music after the break. You're listening to Sessions from Studio A. This is Sessions from Studio A, Milwaukee band The Midnight Purchase joins us this hour. Let's get right back into their live set recorded here in WNIJ's Studio A. They're going to slow things down with this next song. It's The Midnight Purchase, performing live on Sessions from Studio A. Uh, song's about a trying to live an honest life. It's called Cage Bird. I'm smoked out in the backseat Watching all these young birds spread their wings And graduation day Watching them all fly away That's when they slap the cuffs on me Try to take everything They try to clip my wings Oh, but a caged bird Won't sing as sweet As his brother's No, a cage bird won't sing as sweet. Now I'm 21, no wiser, a little more bruised up. Disillusioned Independence Day I spent it locked away Watching the lights dance from the window of my cage When they try to take everything Try to clear my ways But a cage bird won't see it As his brothers in the trees I know a cage bird won't see
29 Didn't think I'd make it this far in life You got this old bird staring farther down skyline But I still believe Yes, I spread my wings I wake up every day and I try to see Because I'm free uh, Cage Bird's like a really... I mentioned hard look before, but like Cage Bird is kind of like the hardest look at my own self. Mm-hmm. Over the la- I just turned 30 a couple weeks ago. And so like I've just, I guess, just looking back and trying to, trying to remember everything. Your 20s are nuts, you know? And just trying to look back at everything I did and like like with an honest eye and 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 kind of how I got to this point, and um, I went I went to jail like the day after I walked in high school. I was there for a couple months and like that's just like a part of my life that I don't really talk about ever because it was really embarrassing and and I'm just so far away from like that person. I was just kind of a dumb kid that said yes to everything. I still am that person, but. And that was just part of my life that I didn't really like. As soon as I left, I was like, "I'm never coming back. I'm never. I'm not going to look back and never be there." And I just turned 30, and so I was just like, started like timing things out. And it was just like, "Man, like that is a, that is a part of your life. Like, why don't you ever talk about that? You know, mm-hmm. like it's it's just something I shut out." And so I just kind of wanted to talk about that. And so the song is just kind of about like, while you didn't think you were going to be here or make it this far, but here you are. And it was really beautiful lyrics in that one. Thank you. The, Thank you. One moment, they say I'm curious, what are the sort of influences for the Midnight Purchase? What are some things that inspire you guys or some other artists that, that inspire you guys? It's always, of course, it's similar to the last like iteration of this band just because it's, it's my song, so it's just kind of whatever I'm listening to at the time. But... I guess standouts for me that I've always go back to is like Nathaniel Rateliff, huge influence for me. Uh, Van Morrison, Gregory Isakov. There's so many. I yeah, just go on and on. Sure, for but, sure. Uh, I'm actually really curious to know like what everybody else. Yeah, yeah. Like, what are I some? I want to know yeah, how this sound came. For about. sure. What are some of your guitar influences? That's yeah, interesting because you you like <clears throat> adapt it to you know what he's writing. Uh, I guess where I come from is like kind of that bluesy. I mean, Zeppelin was like the first thing that I heard. You know to get me on electric otherwise I was doing like ragtime acoustic stuff but okay. like Zeppelin like Queens of the Stone Age stuff I'm in this other band like Whiskey and the Devil that's like a harder rock type thing but like Derek Trucks they're sick um, <laughs> yeah that kind cool. of stuff so like to adapt you know that Derek Trucks kind is of one of my favorite guitar players oh, of all time sick. oh man. Sick. man but yeah that's kind of where I'm coming from and then just trying to like adapt that into our sound for sure whatever that is what are some of your influences on drums? You had a, a pretty uh, elaborate kit set up today. It was it was intense. I liked it. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, all yeah. kind How many of, drums did you all have kinds there, of pieces? Like, <laughs> like, like modest today, dude. <laughs> you know, I don't know if I used any of the, any of those, but it's nice to have just in case you know, for the more cowbell. But I like I I have a lot of different uh, influences and different styles from different things that have drums to things that don't even have drums. Mm-hmm. to like. I like, you know, like the Dusky Trucks band, Allman Brothers band, Marshall yeah. Tucker band. Um, that, I like that uh, album with uh, Robert Plant, Alison Krauss. I like bluegrass music a lot, and I like sometimes playing reggae drums too. So all right. Like it could be uh, all, all over. I have a lot of different influence. Not, not one that's any favorite uh, that stands out, but, you know, I find myself listening to pop music, the country music, you know, yeah. R&B, 90s. Hip hop, rap, <laughs> for sure. Um, Derek, what are some of your influences? Not necessarily on bass, but just musical influences too, in general. Uh, yeah, I mean, I always listen to a lot. I mean, uh, my dad was a big classic rock guy. Um, you know, kind of like Tom Petty, Van Halen, stuff like that. That's what I really grew up on. But as I got a little bit older, I, I really kind of um, started listening to a lot of like like late '90s alternative stuff, kind of like Goo Dolls, Matchbox Twenty, stuff like that. Um, I got really into. But yeah, I, I listen to a little bit of everything and, and try to bring bring in anything that i can um you know at least take from you know different styles of music and and try to add add it into what we do what are some other future plans for the band what's 
what's kind of next for you guys? We don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> we're, uh, I mean, uh, we've got some cool things coming up this summer. We're going to play some, we're getting some of those, like, big opportunities back. Uh-huh. We're going to gear yeah. up and record here soon. We're just trying to nail down the dates, but we're definitely ready. Songs are sounding better than ever, and we're just going to get some new music to you guys, and we're kind of, it's, it's tough because everybody's sort of, like, tentative about, like, you know, right now, like, with the future, but as soon as the doors are open, man, we're looking to hit it hard, and definitely do the thing. Any final things you guys want to say or plug or add before we close out here? PBR, sponsor me. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks for having us. This yeah, is, uh, for having this us. is an yeah, awesome place. We appreciate man. it, man. You guys do such a great job here. Thank you yeah, so much. Thank you. thank you. The Midnight Purchase. Thank you guys so much again for being in Studio A today. Uh, there's a song about uh, living on a goat farm in Rochelle, Illinois. It's called Chasing. purchase on sessions from studio a we have time for one more from the band this hour this last song is from their recording the national sessions available on Bandcamp. it was recorded at national recordings in milwaukee wisconsin this song is called intentions it's the midnight purchase on sessions from studio a Often said I would die alone An optimist with nothing left but a heart 
made stone and hope it made me and hope it made me see things Night Purchase on Sessions from Studio A. That song was called Intentions, and we'll close out our hour with the band. Thanks so much to the Midnight Purchase for being on the show this week. If you liked what you heard and want to check them out live, you can catch Orlando Pena performing at Prairie Street Brewing Company in Rockford. That's on Monday, May 17th, starting at 6. It's so great to see some live music and events coming back to our area. And once again, you can keep up with The Midnight Purchase by following them on Facebook and Instagram, and you can find more music on Bandcamp. Sessions from Studio A is produced at WNIJ Studios on the campus of Northern Illinois University. By yours truly, along with Jared Ortega, I'm Spencer Tritt. Thanks so much for joining me this week, and I will see you next time on Sessions from Studio A. Yeah.